day, salutations, congratulations, and and some otherization. This is the Tag and Brando <laughs> podcast that you have stumbled upon, or probably not. You probably listened to a few of them before, and we thank you for that. And I'm short-winded already. Uh, good night. Thanks for joining us on the Tag and Brando <laughs> podcast. Um, is is short-winded different than long-winded? Or, I mean, it's obviously different in the fact that it's a different word set. Yeah, I, mean, I think like... you nailed it on the head. It's definitely different. <laughs> but, I mean, like, short, short-winded short would be, like, long-winded is I'm going to explain myself in a very many words and blah de blah mm-hmm. Short-winded would be like, we're done here. <laughs> Cal- Calvin Coolidge style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah or you just maybe only have one long... I don't know. It could be many things. Ooh. Missing a lobe or two? You know, maybe, maybe something like that. Respiration is low. Um. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But anyways, uh, how are you doing, Brandon? I am well, sir. I am doing quite well. Excellent. That's good to know and to hear. (laughs) Good. I am also doing well. Glad to be a part of that. Yes, I was going to ask you, just letting uh, everybody kind of like fine. settle, settle in. I beat you to, I beat you to it. They were, they were expecting it. it. Mm, yes, yes. But what are we doing on the Tag and Brando podcast? What is this? What, what is this? What is this? What is this crazy ride we call a podcast? I don't know exactly. Uh, that's the fun of it. It's a conversation. I talked to Brandon. He surprised talks to me you guys wish you could say stuff but you can't uh that's not how it works unless of course you send us a message on the uh, old uh, googles or you know if you know us personally which some of you do text us that's fine um but uh but yeah we're, we're gonna break it down uh og style we're gonna have a uh, question of the day <laughs> Sorry, buffered for a second there. We're going to have a uh, question of the day. We're going to talk some triggered memories. We're going to talk some the new. And then we're going to let you go to bed. I don't know. Maybe you just woke up. But, uh, yeah, maybe we're going to let us go to bed. Yeah, it's interesting that, like, you know, podcasts are done... I would probably largely say a lot of podcasts are probably done it in the evening or after. You think so? After hours. Uh, I mean, there's prob- there's people that are professionals, you know, and they can, they can do it whenever t- they want. They, yeah. They can talk about their own lives, but like I think there's a lot of us out there that are just like, yeah, we're just barely getting into this and it is close to bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fair enough. Day I think job. It, yeah. Yeah, we got we have other things we got to do to make some monies. Speaking mm-hmm. of making money, hey, join us on Patreon. Um. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, let's do let's do a question of the day. Love it. And then, um, and then we'll move on to the next thing. So, there is something that, um, you know. It's talked about quite often. Uh, it's the social contract, you know, more or less. What what are you contributing to society? What uh, do you expect society society to repay you with, and so on and so forth? 
But um, I would just like to get your opinion on what clauses or regulations would you like to see in the uh, the rules of society? Like what things out there that you know aren't specifically laws? I don't want to go through all the hassle of litigation and criminalizing this, that, and the other, but just basically like, hey man, like, we got rules in this society, here's how they go. Like, what would you say is something that you abide by that you wish everybody else would? Ooh, uh, do, do you have, in the way of explanation, do you have a, 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 an example of, 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 or do you want to keep those close to the belt? Oh, no, sure. An, an example for me um, is, like, if if there's an established line at, let's say, a, a store or something like that, like some kind, of, some kind of enterprise, if there's an established line of customers and you feel that you need to break with this, you know, convention and just ask a quick question... Right, like I, I just got a quick question, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, like all these people, they need lengthy explanations and/or help. I just need like a quick one, and everything. And you're gonna just jump in there ahead of your turn. If you're going to do something like that, it needs to be literally something that will not take the person, the attendant, or you know employees attention away from the task that they are currently doing interesting so as not to prolong the task of the person in front of you or people in front of you right, you know right like if, if somebody's like you know punching into a cash register like you know somebody's receipt and it's taking a while to load or you know, somebody's just like, you know, loading up groceries onto their thing and you just say, I got a quick question. Like, you know, do you guys have, it's like, where's your milk? And they just say, you know, back aisle 12 or whatever. And it didn't slow the, the process down at all. Perfectly fine. Go ahead. That's fine. Interesting. But as soon okay. as it takes the time and attention away from who's ever right there being served, you've done too much. You you've you've you're being selfish. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that. Um, okay. Uh, okay. I like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you need to be able. You need to be able to recognize it if it's just like, "Where's your milk?" And you're like, "Oh well, I mean, you're gonna have to." Uh, you know what? I'll find it. <laughs> You know, like right. It, you you got to be able to recognize right. like, I, I've, like overstepped, this I've overstepped. Transactions going to go longer yeah. than politeness. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Then you got to exactly. bow out. You got to be the one to mm-hmm. bow out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, a more polite but more efficient society, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's plenty of time in serving someone that you could like, you know, give give a quick answer or something like that. You know, like right. you're, you're not a hundred percent locked into this a very extensive, you know, exchange, but it has to be just like a little, like, uh, if I ask this, 
Or if I didn't ask this, it doesn't change the amount of time it took you to accomplish what you're doing. Right. And stuff. I don't know. Anyway, what 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 do you think should be like like that example? Is there anything that like you just see and, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I would never do that. Or like, why do people do this? Yeah, I mean, I do. I feel like most of the things that are coming to my brain brain uh, are <laughs> like are like uh, already rules. <laughs> like, okay. uh, um, like traffic rules, I get a little... Not like I don't. I'm not road rage man, but I do get a little bent out of shape when I'm like, dude, if you wave me in when you could have just driven mm-hmm. two more feet and I could have got behind you, then uh, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, mostly things, yeah, I, things like that. But uh, mm-hmm. I think because there, I mean, on the subject of driving. There's, like, the problem with, like, aggressive drivers and defensive drivers. And ironically enough, aggressive and defensive a lot of times kind of counteract each other. Mm. Or, like, they, like, like if you're, if you're aggressive and this guy's aggressive and there's a merge about to happen... You're like, okay, I'm going to speed up and get in front of this guy, or I'm just going to zip in right behind this guy, right, you know? Right, And it's like, this guy, this guy's going to think I don't exist, <laughs> you know? Like, right. that's my goal. And then as far as, like, a defensive driver's take is like, oh, well, I'm going to back off while this guy's trying to merge to give him the right of way in case he doesn't see me or something like that, Right. Right. But like, if if you're gauging to be like, no, I'm I'm on track to get behind you, and they're like, oh no, like somebody's coming next to me in my blind spot, I'm gonna slam on my brakes, and that causes chaos. Oh my gosh. You know, it's like this happened to me the other yeah. day. So there's a little, there's a little. I mean, it's just a right hand turn, but there's a little bit of a turn lane before mm-hmm. it merges into the main road. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty I'm pretty close to the next of this guy. But I just came from a stoplight, so like he has more forward momentum than me, and so I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, he's gonna just go in front of me. But he sees me behind him a little bit, and decides, oh, mm-hmm. I gotta slow down. But I'm already kind of slowing down a little bit because I'm like, he's ahead of me. There's no reason he wouldn't get in front of me. He's just gotta hit the gas a little bit, and he's got plenty mm-hmm. of room in this lane before it ends to merge. And he just slowed. We he slowed down with me till we were like at fifteen miles per hour or something stupid. And I was like, uh, I guess I'm going now. Oh, yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to look after right. you, but uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I feel like these things. I I feel like I run into these this what you're talking about, this kind of stuff all the time. And I just don't make good mental notes of what those mm-hmm. are. Um, one thing that well, just something peeves me oh, off more than anything though, that I, <laughs> that I think about a lot is like, uh, 
you know, if if you're like kind of in somebody's way, you're in the store or something, and you're just like, oh, hey, sorry, you know, and you mm-hmm. give them a wave or like, or like uh, they waited for you or something, so you're like, oh, thanks, man, and you give them, you know, you're like, mm, appreciate it, give them the little nod and like, you know, and then they mm-hmm. acknowledge you zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. And I'm like, dude, okay. I just thanked you, and you're just like. Stone face. I don't. I pretend mm-hmm. you don't exist. That that irks me. I'm like, I don't. Mm. I don't want to talk to a lot of people. So if I said <laughs> thank you to you, like, come on, come on. Right. At least you could give me a little nod. You know, give me the mm-hmm. give me the up nod. Maybe you know, raise the chin up mm-hmm. a little bit to be like, what's up. <laughs> so yeah, I think for a more polite society, if you're acknowledged, I mean. If you're gone and you catch it in time to acknowledge the other person before you're gone, then you should you should try. You should try to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, speaking of, like, just being considerate of, like, yeah, other people in general and stuff like that, uh, well, I mean, we should have a whole separate discussion of the up-nod versus the nod-nod. Like the <laughs> if, if there are different meanings, too. That's true. The, like, I, I, like, an up-nod is, like... I don't know, because they, they, they both share so much in different contexts. Like, mm-hmm. an up nod could be like, respect, man. You yeah, know? it's kind of like good on you. Or it could be a little smug. Yeah. Yeah. Could, <laughs> could be a little smuggy, like, yeah, I see you. Like, mm-hmm. what? Right. You know, like a little a little chest puff kind of thing. Right. But, like, a down a down nod can also be, like, like a humble, like, yeah, like, nice. You know? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, a general agreeance and... I don't know. I guess down nod isn't as aggressive at times. You know? No, I mean you don't you don't really do like a mm. down nod. Down nod's down nod is a little bit more uh, you know historical. It's a little bit more dapper. If uh, if, Tradi- I, if traditional, I, if yeah. I dare say, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah, it's not it's not as aggressive. It's not like uh, like should 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 I be not okay with with that? Um, right. But the nods, you know, the down nods almost like a good day, like a ma'am. Mm-hmm. It's just the a tip of the hat. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the the descendant of the hat tip. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Um, okay, another one that I I have, um, and we might have talked about this in another point, is if you're going to uh, unsolicit or un. Uh, unoffered request someone's food like hey man can I get a bite of that whatever it is uh-huh. kind of a thing um, we we worked it out uh, in, in my apartment uh, of six <laughs> guys uh-huh. <laughs> of six guys that it had to be like an eighth or less you were requesting an eighth or less of what they're eating so the example comes from like if somebody brings home a pizza like a medium pizza like uh-huh. you can ask for a slice which is an eighth ish you know usually mm. maybe it's a sixth but tip like typically it would be like an eighth right okay and so that is that is okay as far as your relationship goes you know depending on if you're permits are just a bunch of big mooches and whatever right but you can't ask for like half of someone's sandwich you know 
Like, that's messed up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm making myself a sandwich and I'm not anticipating you to calorically deny me half of what I was anticipating, you know? Right. Like, and so, right. um, you know, as far as like, you know, cost and enjoyment and all that kind of different stuff, like an eighth is like, yeah. And then, um, I think, uh, also, oh, sorry, go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. Also, we said that, um, you, you know, as far as like any food that is left over in, like boxes or containers or uh, whatever, you can't open anything that you didn't buy and you can't finish anything you didn't buy. I think that's very fair as a uh, mm-hmm. roommate situation goes. I think the one caveat I would make to that is if if you cut slices of cheese to go with crackers, <laughs> nobody mm-hmm. gets to mooch any because you cut the exact amount that you wanted. <laughs> so this this works all well and good until crackers come. No, a hundred percent. Yeah, it that is that is a good point. If you're going to mooch something, you know, you have to mooch like all of it. You're not going to be like, hey man, can I have the cheese off of that pizza slice? No, <laughs> like, I'm not going to just be sitting here with just this. I mean, while the crust may be good, I'm not just going to sit here with just like saucy crust. Like, are you kidding me? You're like, hey man, uh, I, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not big on the cheese and the sauce, but I'm going to snag this pepperoni, cool? Yeah, like, can I drink all the milk out of your cereal? Like, no! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that, no, I, I, uh, I, I don't know why we all, we went with straight just dairy. <laughs> you can't, you can't just rob a man of his dairy from his, for sure, from man. his carbs. <laughs> for sure. But, but I, I 100% agree with you. If, if, if you're cutting, you know, cheese or preparing something, you can't, you know, you can't just be like, oh man, can I have some of your cheese? It's like, no, because then I got leftover crackers. That doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I planned this out, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's not just like no, I, I went to something, I bought <laughs> thing, and I'm like, it might be too much. This is the exact amount that I desire. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I have the cheese out. You're welcome to come behind me and cut a slice off. But you don't get any of the slices that I already cut. Okay? Right. Right. Oh, I think that's that's fair. But yeah, it's also like, you know, that's probably less than an eighth of the block of cheese, right? So I would think so. Know, so I think that's just fair like, game. Yeah. Somebody's just hunking half your cheese block and walking away. You're like, what the <laughs> heck? Right. But, but yeah, because I mean, that just would happen all the time. People are just like, oh man, can I have a bite of that? And you're just like, what? Where? What? Where are you coming from? <laughs> but right, uh, but yeah. So that that's that's definitely. Uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a decent decent rule of society. Um, I was trying to think of. I mean, well, there's there's like the other the other classics. Like if somebody shows you a picture on their phone, you know, you are not supposed to scroll you know, through pictures and, and stuff like that. Right. Or, right. Unless they tell you which way yeah. to go. Um, yeah. You can't mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. I, another oldie that, that, uh, I think we came up with was, was the, in our, in our case, the, the girlfriend test. So when you, if you, mm. if you were kind enough to go and open the car door for the lady, when they got in, 
mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to reciprocate by unlocking <laughs> the driver's door for them when they come back around. Which, I mean, which is, it's that's a dying art in general because, I mean, now when you're just, like, you unlock, you know, the car with your key fob, most of the time you're that's, unlocking the whole thing. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I, it doesn't happen that I, much anymore. But Yeah, I will say it's actually kind of annoying on on our particular cars that we have because there is only the keyhole on the driver's side. Uh, and uh-huh. so you 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 can't even um, unlock the the passenger side except with the key fob. Gotcha. And if when you do do that, you have to press the unlock, which unlocks the driver, and then press it again yeah, to unlock all the rest of the doors. Right. And it unlocks all the rest of the doors. Then, so, so they got to figure something else to do when they get in there. You better put on your favorite radio station or something. I don't know. <laughs> right, um, but no, I think I that, yeah, I think that was definitely. Um, you know, it, it, it made it made you think like, are you being considered? You know, is 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 what I'm doing right. on this right. date something that she right. and I guess it could appreciates or it could be fulfilled somewhere else. And it's obviously not a tit for tat situation, but like mm-hmm. uh, if you're chivalrous like that and open the door for the lady, hopefully she'll find <laughs> somewhere some other thing to show your consideration to you. You know. Uh, that's the right. main point of it, right? But uh, right, that was yeah, that was my my brother's litmus test for sure. Right, it was definitely to to see if she uh, if she would do that. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Do you have any other uh, hmm. not or anything else that comes to mind? trying to think of some money ones because I'm sure there's something to do with money <laughs> that uh, <laughs> we need to be a little bit more considerate about but like I think uh, you know with apps these days like if you go and split a meal or something it's pretty easy to be like oh here's my $11 for that if somebody was like I'll just put it on my card you know what I mean um, right Hmm. I'm trying to think, because, like, yeah, like, that's the thing, like, with, you know, Venmo and everything, like, right. it's, unless, unless you're, you know, and you, you never know, like, you know, people can be hard up for money at any time, and, you know, stuff like that, but, like, you know, gone are the days when, you know, it's like, oh, I don't have any cash on me, it's like, well, you have a bank account, right? Your Venmo <laughs> goes straight to your bank right. account. Right. You know, and stuff like that. I will say, and I'm, I mean, uh, it is a little something like, I I specifically, a lot of times, don't carry cash on me outside my car. Because there are a lot of times when people are begging for money and I just say, like, I don't have cash. Like, I don't carry cash, right. you know? Right. And everything. And, you know, I, I just... For me, there's just, I mean, not to get into it too much, but I mean, like, it's just, that's, again, that's a lot to ask 
sometimes to be like, oh, do you have any, you know, it's like, well, yeah, but I have, I have plans for this. Like, you know, like I'm going to buy something that's $20 and I have $20 on me. Right. Right. You know, I, I, I can't be of assistance to you necessarily. Well, did I tell you this story? So I, I, uh, this kind of has to do with what you're talking about. But it reminded me of this, so if it's way off base, who cares? Mm-hmm. It's our podcast. So we... <laughs> so we... You're basically we, saying that I can't say anything now. <laughs> no, you're allowed to. It's your podcast, too. Um, okay. No, we... Uh, I don't really want to talk about this. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. Um, yeah. We had... We had... We were messaging somebody on facebook marketplace they had something we wanted to get or whatever so mm, my yes, wife yes. said hey uh-huh. can you go grab it while you're up in denver and i'm like what am i your errand boy i didn't say that i said sure of course awesome so i went there not mm-hmm. not even thinking i went there and uh and i'm like hey man come to pick this thing up he's like okay great you know uh and he was like, oh, uh, yeah, so it's, I don't remember how much it was, $15 or something like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. very expensive. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Can I just shoot you over on Venmo or whatever? And he's like, oh, no, I don't I don't have any of those things. And I was like, right. oh. It, w- it didn't <laughs> even uh-oh. cross my mind that you wouldn't have any of those things. Mm-hmm. Am I completely being like intruding on your day if I go to the bank and grab some cash? He was like, "No, it's fine," but uh, I felt really bad about it. I was like, "I am the thing person buying this from you. Like, I should have been prepared, at least if you were like, no, 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 I need some cash.' Like, oh, here, right. here you go. But instead, I gotta, you know, drive five minutes to the bank and get some cash out to come back and pay you." So I think I gave him like five extra bucks because I was like, sorry, mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I, yeah, I will say I, this, something uh, a little bit similar happened to me in, um, and I think this, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a rule, but I think this was very generous of of the lady. Um, I went to buy, uh, it was a, a rowing machine, right? Like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Little, like, I don't know, she had it listed for, like, 15 bucks, so it wasn't anything, you know, amazing or anything, right? Sure. Just, like, hydraulics and whatever. And, like, she's like, oh, yeah, like, it's available, da-da-da, like, you know, I'll come buy it, you know, four or whatever. So I went and drove, I mean, a decent way to, to get to her and everything, and... I got there and she's like, okay, like, let me go get it. And she's like, looking, and she's looking around and looking around. She's like, I don't, it's like, let me call my husband and calls him. And she's, <laughs> he's, and she's, he, she's like, do you know where the rowing machine is? He's like, oh, I took it to, you know, the thrift store. You know, I donated it. She's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you've been complaining about that thing forever. <laughs> she's like, yeah, cause I, but I listed it and this guy and the guy's here and all this kind of stuff. And she paid me like five bucks. Just, Even though I wasn't buying anything from her, but she just felt so bad that she offered that me you like drove five bucks all the way out there to, to that I drove it. all the way out there and everything. And, and I, was, I mean, like, yeah, again, I I don't expect that from everybody, but I mean, that's just you know, 
you, you had something listed, you didn't communicate, and you know she done she done right. So right. I think that was that was that was generous and like, um, and everything like that. But uh, she's like, it's it was at this DI. So if you want to go try to like see if it's available to, to buy from there <laughs> and stuff, to just kind of give me a little a little bit of hope or whatever. But um, it was yeah, it was pretty funny. I was just like, oh, that's. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. And then she's like, here. And she, well, she, that's the thing. She just, like, came out. She's like, here's $5. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, You're like, I but, will gladly buy myself a mm, cheeseburger. Thank you. Yeah. But the, I mean, we talked, the thing that definitely with any of those transactions and stuff like that online is uh, 100% if you are going to offer less than it is listed, um, even if you're, even if you're picking it up, you should have exact change for whatever you're going to pay. For sure. You know, for like sure. you had an experience where somebody brought like a hundred bucks and then wanted change from that, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I don't have yeah. change. Like if you want to pay me a hundred bucks, I will take that, but I cannot give right. you any money back. Right. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, let us know what what we what our society is going to be built on. What's what our constitution should uh, <laughs> should look at amending, um, and, uh, and infrastructure. I think right. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was, topical joke. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so, Brandon. Yes. What's up? Present. Okay. Um, so for triggered memory today, I want to do something a little weird. We are huh. we are we are fathers, you and I. Oh, quite right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wanted to uh, maybe talk about uh, first first babies born and what that was uh, was like for uh, for for us. What, what was your Be- becoming? What was your experience of becoming? Yeah. Transitioning from husband to father. Oh, a transition! <laughs> like I'm, I'm no longer a husband. I didn't hear. Man, I didn't hear about this. Not. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Not just solely husband. Not your husband and okay. father. You're both. You know. Oh, okay. You didn't, you didn't lose one title. <laughs> that, that would that would be terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, that is a real that is a real Sophie's choice there. That's, <laughs> that's right. You're like Ooh. you can become a father, but you'll immediately be single. So oh. you know, choose wisely. I, I will say I will say this: it has not been long, but I could not handle being a single dad. No, <laughs> like, nope. Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm a single like, I'm a single dad for a week right now because my wife is out of town. And uh, mm-hmm. and it's hard, man. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. Yeah, I mean, I will say in in just kind of the whole the whole scheme of things, like that that is like just part of the scariness behind the whole labor thing is the fact that. Yeah, you you might come out of this with being a you know in this case like a new you know a new uh, first baby. It's like you could come out as a family of three or a family of two or in the worst case scenario a family of one. You know, and that right 
is is dark, but it's definitely something that I kind of had. I never mentioned it because there's no point in just making this. You know, yeah, let's let's dwell on that, shall we? Right. <laughs> yeah, and everything, but it it just was in the back of my mind, kind of just like you never know what what's gonna happen in in right. in there and stuff like that, and so. Um, so yeah, so, um, but on a lighter note, everything going through fine and everything, uh, yeah, so, uh, so the story goes, um, we went in for, uh, what we thought would be like the last, um, OBGYN appointment, Uh um, before, and it was a new it was it was it was a different doctor because uh, uh, her doctor was uh, out of town at the time. Always out of town. And Those guys are always out of town. They got things to do, man. Like, and and our OB uh, is. I mean, he had been doing it for. He's been doing it for forever. Uh-huh. And and all this kind of different stuff. And so, um, but we we were. It was uh, a little bit less than a week from the due date. Uh, pre-due date mm-hmm. and um, went in and they're like blood pressure is a little high and there's a little bit of protein in your urine so we want to double check this and uh, we're going to recommend you that you go to the hospital um, to uh, get checked out and kind of monitored for a little bit right so we're like uh, okay um, really? everything looks good the ultrasound looks good you know baby's healthy and everything just a little bit on the uh, there's a couple of signs of preeclampsia so let's make sure that everything's okay and so we uh, headed up to the hospital uh, I text work and said hey uh, probably not going to come because like, I, I literally went to work for like an hour and then left to uh, to go to your appointment appointment and everything and then uh text work and i was or, or emailed or whatever and it was like hey um we're doing this um so i probably won't be until later unless you know this kicks off and i'm just not back at all right and so uh so yeah so their blood pressure is still in the more elevated you know level and they run another test, another urine sample, and they find protein again. And so they're like, okay, like we are going to just suggest that, you know, you get induced right now and we just have this baby. And so it's like, okay, fair enough. So let's, let's hey, do that. So they, crazy. yeah. So we're at the hospital. It's now about, new or like noon or something by the time we get okay. over well the other problem the other problem was like little things like this like we had wanted to do a dry run because we had never been to this particular hospital um because mm. like like it's just because our insurance would cover that hospital and not the hospital that my partner worked at <laughs> so which would have been awesome because it's like 15 minutes away and she knows like all the people right like stuff. but that's it like all, been, that's always how it works right like your mm-hmm. hospital doesn't cover you if you work there or whatever well it's it's because it would have but it's just we we're on my insurance because my company pays the premium uh, like 100 percent of the premiums gotcha, and gotcha, i'm full-time gotcha, gotcha. 
Oh, okay, where she, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so anyway, so she... Tell me more uh, about your insurance situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so, you know, our deductible is... No, anyway. So, uh, we... Um, she's admitted, uh, goes into uh, the labor and delivery and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, the big thing is if, um, like, when she researched it and stuff, she's like, if you get induced, they, a lot of people recommend that have had babies, you know, 100% naturally and had babies through induction that you should get an epidural because the hormones that they give you to kick labor off and to produce mm-hmm. or to cause, cause contractions and stuff makes the pain so much more intense, right? Mm. Is is what people say. Okay. And so she's like, you know, and, you know, the other advice there is you should get um, your epidural when you think you can still hold still for, you know, 10 minutes. Right. 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 So don't wait too long, you know, when your contractions are super bad and everything, you got to do it you know, kind right. of in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, she doesn't want to be stuck in bed, you know, the whole time. Like, she doesn't want to just be like, right, no legs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like this, like, when do we want, when do we do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, in a few short hours, like, she goes from, you know, like, I don't think it's like, are we having a baby today to, okay, this baby is like coming hard, coming fast. <laughs> and yeah. so, uh, she, you know, uh, she ends up, um, like they, they check her again at like, I want to say, uh, like four hours after she, four and a half, maybe five hours after she, um, first got, like induced like got the uh or like her water breaks after like three hours and then um like yeah like an hour or so hour hour and a half after that they check her and they're like oh you're at like a you know six right six centimeters like so if you're gonna get induced like you should do it right now (laughs) get the epidural sorry yes Yes. Right, 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 right. Get the epidural. She's like, yeah, let's do it. Because I can barely, you know, like, these contractions are getting pretty bad. So she's like, okay. So they're like, okay, well, they're doing... Yeah. Yeah, they're doing something right now. So um, they should be here in, like, 15 minutes. So probably about a half hour goes by. They finally show up, and her contractions are pretty bad. Yeah. Um, They're pretty... They're about two minutes apart and they are pretty severe. <laughs> right. But because she's getting the epidural, they didn't check her again. Um, and so they're like, okay. And so we sit her and like, you know, I'm like holding her hands and, you know, trying to get her to concentrate on me so she can stay in that terrible bent over position <laughs> while they're jabbing into her spine, uh-huh. you know? And, uh, that takes about a half an hour for or maybe like 20 minutes or so for that because we have to pause during contractions and they're pretty regular right right but she's doing really well and saying like 
here comes a contraction and then just like fighting through it and trying not to move. And then it's like, okay. And then, you know, the, the, the anesthesiologists do their thing back there and all that kind of stuff. Uh, anesthesiologist gets done. Mm-hmm. She lays on her back. The nurse is like, I'm going to check you real quick. Checks her. She's at a 10, like ready to go. So it's just like, you just got an epidural that's not going to help you at all. A hundred percent. It's like, you can, yeah, late. it's like, it'll take a second. Too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so long story short on that, like advice on that is like 100% when the anesthesiologist walks into the room, get checked again, <laughs> just to make sure you're not past the point, you know? Well, six, like, um, yeah, I would, Yeah. I mean, I would think six is a, even a little late to get epidural. Right. Because right, once you're at a, I mean, you're moving at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're, yeah. at, if you're at a four or something, four or five ish, is where I would say around that time. If mm-hmm. you're if you're waiting on it, that's when you should do it. But yeah, oh man, yeah. So, so she, what? How did she say it was? Was it pretty? Rough. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, well, well, because because she spent the last half an hour with the super intense, you know, we're spreading your cervix in contractions, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. um, in this terrible bent over position and everything. So then she's like, she's she lays back and like it's now in like a position to push, right. and the the nurse is all by herself besides me. And so she's straight up, she's like, you can't push, like, and call somebody. She's like, I need a resident and everybody, like, anybody who's available in here right now. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't this whole, like, oh, wait for your doctor to be available or, you know, let's introduce the doctor to you first or whatever. It was like, whoever is not currently holding a baby <laughs> or somebody, right. like, get in here. Right. And so by the time they got people in there and stuff, she was ready to go and, like, she was holding back pushes at that point. And right. so she was just holding back and then they got in there, got it set up and literally she's like, okay, go. And, uh, two pushes and bingo, bingo. You got a, we got a baby and it was just like, and then, um, yeah. And so he, he was all good. We got some, she got some skin to skin while they, you know, cleared everything out and everything. And, um, and then he, yeah, he did great. Um, needed the Billy nice. Rubin light for a little bit, but yeah. yeah, all that kind of stuff. So good to, good to have him. Good to be home. Uh, got home in just like a little over 24 hours from, uh, when we were first at the hospital or yeah, from when he was born. So not too bad. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, was it 24? Or, like... I mean, he, he didn't spend 48 hours there. So, it was, like, less than 48 hours. Right. We got, he, got, he got... We got home. Crazy. So, but it was very much a... Oh, this is... This is... This is baby. This, <laughs> this is... We're doing the baby. We're doing the baby. Yeah. This is the day we're, we're doing the baby. Okay. Because, um, luckily, we had put our, uh, our go bag and everything in the car for the appointment. Like specifically, it was just like, oh, well, let's Smart. just put it in there just in case. Smart. So we didn't we didn't have to go home and and everything like that. And so, 
But uh, but yeah, what about your first baby make baby time? Yeah, so um, it's pretty surreal now for me to think of the first <laughs> time, honestly. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I just remember being so tired. Um, yeah? And I'm kind of in a daze afterwards. But, uh, hmm. yeah, so we... Um, so my wife's water broke, and so then we went to the hospital. And we went there at, like, 11.30 at night. So it's nighttime. Mm. They checked us in, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, th- and this happened for both of my babies. Uh, she wasn't necessarily in labor yet. Right. Water broke. Which, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I don't believe is typically how it works. Like, you go in labor first, blah, 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 and you're in labor for a little bit, early labor, usually before your water breaks, and then you're like, well, okay, here we go. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so she basically had to get, quote-unquote, induced both times to, to jumpstart contractions. Uh, right, to actually get... Get it going, to yeah. To get things working. So mm-hmm. so she did that. And, you know, we did the same thing. We wanted to be able to move around and, and uh, you know, all of that stuff. You know, it's not like a movie where, you, where they're just in bed the whole time. Like, there's a lot of waiting. Right. You know, where there can be a lot of mm-hmm. waiting. So, um, started real slow. Um, I don't remember exactly when Rody was born like what time during the day I don't remember anymore Mm. Uh, right my wife will remember but uh, of course (laughs) but uh, right but anyways uh, it was pretty quick like we um, once it once things started to go they started to go pretty fast and um, it was the same mixing these up now uh oh i am i am so that's not the first okay um (laughs) but like uh she it was pretty quick anyways i don't remember exactly how like everything played out but when it when we got to the point where it was ready to go uh, say it was two pushes yeah if that like one and a half like Boom, boom, mm-hmm. he was out. So it was really quick. And and both of our babies have been like that. Like, it's just... How, how like, much do they weigh? Do you remember? So Rody weighed s- seven-something. Mm-hmm. And Lyra was lighter than that. She was six. six. Okay. Because, yeah. I want to say. Siren, Siren was only 6'12", and so he yeah. was pretty small. I mean, right. yeah, so he was pretty small and everything. So it was definitely something that was like, oh, well, that's because, like, I don't know. She was just so worried that yeah. it was going to be huge and everything. Yeah. But, did, they, um, did they did you cut the cord? Did they let you cut the cord? I, I did cut the cord. Um, took me just two 
snips to mm -hmm. to do it and everything but um yeah it was definitely like he had uh, one thing is he did have the cord around his neck twice really so that was definitely like oh okay like good good thing and like yes yeah, so, but the the resident she you know like you know whip that off pretty quick you know just like like almost it not like almost dropped him but like was holding him and was uh -huh. like pulling it like and all that kind of stuff and he's wiggling and all that kind of stuff so it looked to me like i would have been like oh i would have dropped him <laughs> like i would have been like Bleh! but yeah it was it was very interesting oh, but okay. she, it's it was a little scary but he started you know screaming a little bit and doing his doing his thing so that was that was right. super nice Mm -hmm. So I got to cut the cord for Rhodey, but Lyra didn't. She had uh, what is it? What is it called? Poop in the water. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, Marco, Mark, something with an M. I'm blanking on what mm -hmm. it's called. But anyway, so she, when she was born, she was not breathing. So they had to, uh, they took her immediately to the side and like you know, uh, got all the liquid out of her mouth and stuff and. Mm -hmm. Before she breathed, so I didn't get to do, I didn't get to do that, but that's fine. Um, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, no, I just remember a lot after because we were in the hospital for three days um, mm. with Rhodey, and he had the Billy Rubin too, and he had his first night was atrocious, and <laughs> yeah, before before we got on pod, you told me a little bit about your Billy Rubin situation. I it, it was pretty similar actually. I but I I had to sit with him with with my arm like over the lip of the yep. thing. The yeah, the little bassinet thing. Uh-huh, so he could like hold my mm -hmm. hand and that was the only way that he could calm down and you like laid on the floor with him and then which sounds amazing. But like our, our contraption wasn't like that. Like, I couldn't take the... It was all one unit, like the wheels and the right. cart and the, the bassinet or whatever. So, I, like, I couldn't dissemble it. So, I had to sit uncomfortably for most of the night, like, with my arm in there. Um, mm -hmm. It was atrocious. But I was like, my wife has just done hard things. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> I could right. suck it up a little I bit. I could be uncomfortable. I could man. be uncomfortable for right. a night. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Suck mm -hmm. it up a little bit, man. But, uh, but yeah, so, so we were tired those other two days, like in the hospital. And, uh, and it was mostly because he was so jaundiced. So, like, I think that's why they, we had to stay the whole time. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, how, how were you guys pretty solid on the name when you went in? Uh, it was between a couple of names okay. and everything. Um, but we had, we had definitely solidified on the, the middle name after my grandpa, nice. um, and everything. And then, um, we, uh, were kind of just like, we'll, we'll kind of see and wait and kind of decide. And it was, yeah. Like after he was born, we're like, okay, yeah, we're going with this one. Nice. Um, but uh, no, but yeah, like you were saying. Um, so we, he was he was under the Billy Rubin lights 
for like six hours before we left the hospital. Okay. And stuff, but then they sent them home with us, and it, it's just it's a fiber optic pad. So uh, there's a little yeah okay yeah so there's a um, a light box that like has like a fan and stuff because it's got to have you know however much uh-huh. wattage pumping through there and whatnot. And that just connects to a tube that's just a bunch of fiber optic line, cables, whatever you want to call them. And you um, you just lay them on that. And so it's not as effective as the hospital one that has the lights on top and you uh, know, everything. But but uh, and everything. So at least it's uh, something. We, had it. we, we yeah, were we given the instruction, <laughs> lay them in the sunlight as much as you can. <laughs> like, yeah. Because we didn't get anything like that. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, they they basically um, sent one to our house, and we um, set it up in his bassinet at home. But I tried that, like I tried like my arm in the bassinet, uh-huh. calming him down, and it worked like the first night. But then the second night, because you know they gotta wear those like little goggles, uh-huh. you know the little yep. iPad things mm-hmm. um, to make sure they're not burning their retinas and whatever and i mean like i have one of the coolest pictures like did you watch the boys you watched the boys right i didn't i haven't seen it oh okay um they just have this baby that like shoots lasers out of its eyes Uh like they're like bright blue lasers and i'm like this is it's like this picture is like the exact opposite where like or this is how he gets those powers because he's got bandages over his <laughs> eyes basically and he and all the rest of him is glowing bright blue because <laughs> he's just sitting on this pad but yeah like we tried it but after you know cuz they wanted him in there um like 95% of the time they were like if he's not feeding he should be on the blanket you know on the billy rubin blanket really okay so we're just like, okay, like, geez, that's... So keeping him in there was... He just ended up just not liking it. You know, always trying to pull the pull the goggles off and everything. And so it was very much like the last resort was me just, like, taking the Billy Rubin blanket out, laying him on that, on the floor, and just sleeping right next to him, right on the carpet, and just, like, holding mm-hmm. him next to me. Because he... Because that's the other problem, is he also... You can't swaddle him at that point either. Right. So he's 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 cold, and he's you know he's he has range of his hands. So he's just like hitting himself, you know, as he's dreaming or trying to pull the thing off, all that kind of stuff. And so it was very much like, okay, like you need human contact, but you also need this blanket. So this is the best I can do. Give myself a little tan while. <laughs> Right, right. You know, turning my face away so I don't get, you know, blinded by this. Because that was the other thing I was thinking about is every time I had to get up, and I I fall back asleep, like, really easily, you know? But, like, you know, they tell you, oh, before you go to bed, like, don't stare at your phone or your computer screen because the blue light versus the night night light thing like blue light keeps you awake and messes with your melatonin levels and all that kind of stuff uh-huh. and I'm like oh great so every time he cries at you know one o'clock in the morning and I go to like let him up or like pick him up and I stare into this blue glowing uh-huh. you know <laughs> over, like it's Good like for him bad blue for of you. death <laughs> exactly I'm like I'm not gonna be able to get to sleep and all that kind of stuff but, but yeah 
most of the time I fell pretty much right back asleep. So nice. Well, um, what were your feelings when yeah. they were like, "Yeah, you can go home. Take take this child home." We were like, "Oh, okay." Um, I mean, we were kind of like on the mindset of like we're trying to get home as soon as possible anyway. Uh huh. I just I just felt very restricted at the hospital oh, as true. far as like like how you're sleeping, you know, who's sleeping, you know, all that kind of different stuff. Like he never went to the nursery. So it's not like we ever right. got like, Oh, we're going to take him to the nursery, put him under the Billy Rubin light, feed him. And you guys will get, you know, six hours to just crash. Right. Because that was the thing is, right. um, Stephanie had a horrible night's sleep beforehand, like didn't sleep at all. Like the, just the day before the doctor's appointment. And then, didn't you know we then we went to the hospital or went to the appointment went to the hospital and she gave birth at like 11 so of course you're not getting to sleep then either right and then so she, so she is on like no sleep for the last like you know right 25 to 30 hours you know and stuff like that and so um so it was more of like since we were in the same room and she was breastfeeding and trying to calm him down that way, or she was trying to sleep and I was rocking him and trying to calm him down that way. We're both like in each other's biz, <laughs> you know, like sure. there's, there's oh, no yeah. escaping when he and everything like that. Whereas now when we first got home, it's like, well, you know, she can crash on the couch while I'm trying to do the Billy Rubin light and the thing, or she's breastfeeding him and I could go do something like, and so it's not just like this constant, like, Baby's crying. We're sure. both awake. It's uh, oh, stuff sure. like that. So, sure. so we, but it was. It's definitely been. Is he breathing? Okay, he's breathing. Right. Is he, like, I can't really tell if he's breathing. I'm gonna tickle his foot. Okay, his foot moved. He's alive. <laughs> like <laughs> constantly. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I remember when we left. Like, I brought in our, um, car seat like, mm-hmm. you know, baby carrier section of it or whatever. And I remember mm-hmm. trying starting to put him in and the nurse was like, oh, no, no, this is how you do it. Like, she had to teach me how to use the stupid seat. And I was like, oh, I don't right. know anything. Why <laughs> are you letting me take this baby home? <laughs> like, right. I came here I th- as a husband. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> right. I came in as three a, days. A, a good husband to a pregnant wife. Right. Like that, that That's my exactly. claim to fame so far. Exactly. Three days like, later, you're like, here's a small human. Good luck. I was, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I fell out of my depth, like, for sure, leaving the, the mm-hmm. hospital. I was like, I guess we'll figure it out. Uh, but, uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I, it was very, like... I don't know, heavy. In a good way. Yeah. In a good way, but mm-hmm. it was still very heavy, like leaving me like, we have to do this now. Um, mm-hmm. So. Um, I will definitely say, um, so our car seat, I mean, we, you know, had somebody set it up and we, you know, uh-huh. you know, you can't, you can't really adjust anything until obviously, you know, 
what your baby baby's size at. is and right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So somebody came in to help with that and she's trying to adjust it. She's trying to like move it around and like redo some of the things and she's like trying to figure it out and, and we're like, oh, this has got to be fun. Try, like, this is your job to just figure <laughs> out, the car seat. you know, yeah. 800 different models of car seat, you know, and right. figure out the, the safest way because it's, you know, this one's got this insert, and this one, the straps tighten this way, and this one clips in this right. way, and all these different settings and everything. So it's got to be crazy fun for her to be like, I hate this one. I hate this model <laughs> or whatever. Right, right, You know, right. or like, and stuff. But And Stephanie was like, she kept saying like, oh, this is a really nice car seat. It's like, which is basically code for, I hate your car seat. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is this like, is oh, too this much. Is, this is so nice, but also how yeah. does it work? Yeah, exactly. But um but yeah, like definitely at that point it's just like okay, driving is different now. And, oh, I know. know. Right. <sighs> it, almost instantly you're in the car and you're just like I like I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird, but you're like, I don't, I don't, I never feared for my wife, my life or my wife's life, but this thing now we don't, you better right. not follow me close, buddy. Like, uh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why people get those baby on board stickers. They're just like back up because I will drive how I need to drive to protect my child. I, I guess. I, guess. I don't know. I don't think those will hold up on a court of law if you like. <laughs> if you like God's nah. action. It's like, I yeah. got a baby on board, though. You're like, yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. so. Right. Uh, but, but no, I know. Uh, my favorite, my favorite sticker is uh, the one that, oh, I don't remember how they say it. So I'm going to botch it. But it, the, the gist <laughs> is, don't park too close to me. I have kids. Like, implying that they will ding your car if you're too close. Oh, right. Right. That's yeah. My, no, it's, it's... That's my favorite. Because yeah. you're like, that will, yeah, ha- that will happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, they, 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 they just don't realize or whatever. But Yeah, they're just no, getting out I, the car I, as fast I, as they can. Bam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I would encourage whoever has the desire to join, join the ranks of, of fatherhood and motherhood and stuff like that. You know, like it's, it's worth it and you gotta, you, you get to have a lot of, a lot of good times and a lot of like good times after the fact, you know, like it's like, Oh, remember that time when like he thought he wasn't breathing. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man. I still mm. check him sometimes. It, that doesn't change. Like I, I told you this already, mm-hmm. but like you never yeah. don't get to a point where you're like, uh, are those, are those guys alive? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And I'm sh- and I'm sure, especially I mean, like you know, as parents, in general, like even when your kids are older and like gone, it's like, are they still alive? <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't gotten a phone call or a text or them or like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's they more sarcastic at that point. Yeah, are you dead or something? Exactly. Call your mother. Yeah, 
exactly. <laughs> but <sighs> well, what what is what is the new with with you this week? Well, the, my so new, the my new, my new, my new. Oh, my new. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, Manu, who's who's Manu? So exactly. When was this? 2018, 2017, somewhere in there. I forget the exact oh, okay. year. 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. We bought a car. Okay. We bought a car. I'm like I'm like new is definitely taking a different meaning. Go ahead and continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is just a little backstory, real quick. Um, we bought a car. It it was the first car we'd ever financed. We obviously had mm. other cars and we paid for them and whatever, or didn't pay for them. Mm-hmm. And people gave them to us. And that was <laughs> super nice, and we appreciate that. But uh, right. this was the first car that we had. Like, let's finance a car. Let's get a decent car. Let's have a car payment. Let's be adults in that way. We're so stupid. Right. But this is <laughs> this was our plan. So we found this car that this model of a car that we really liked, and we looked all over the city to find one that we thought would be good. And we found it, and we bought it, and oh man, been paying that car payment ever since. So fun. This right. uh, this last last week or so, uh, th- this car died. Oh, dang. Okay. This car is dead. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh-huh. t- Apparently, this model of car in this year range, whatever it might be, um, and just side note, these are the cars I pick, just almost always, um, has a, a notorious for, for timing chain issues. Oh, timing chain. So, like, not even, like, maybe let's just swap this out after 200,000 miles. Like, no, this is a chain. If this goes out, it shouldn't. Got it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, in all of our research, looking at the car and blah, 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 we didn't we didn't read anything about that. Um, was it out there? Probably. Mm-hmm. Did we look for it? Eh, probably not. Um, but we didn't know this, and we thought this car will, you know, will baby it, and it'll last us so, another. So what? Hundred. What 000. year? It. Yeah. What year was it? So two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Okay. So it had. So some some of the vehicles that you bought, or there was. What I'm trying to say is, in two thousand eighteen, it was already eight years old, basically. So. There right. might have been Seven some, rec- some records of this. You know, like, eight if you years. buy a brand new car, you know, then obviously if there's, like, a timing chain issue that shows up at 100,000 miles, right. it's going to be very uncommon. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. But this is... The, the, we bought the car. already had 90,000 miles on it, you know. Mm-hmm. But we thought we could get another 100 out of it or whatever. So, um, so no, it died. It died on the side of the road. Um, oh, jeez. Well, I was yeah. coming back from my friend Mike's house, and and so I was just down the street from his house, and I was like, "Yeah, can you uh, can you pick me up?" <laughs> um, so he <laughs> came and tried to help me, and we tried to get it going, and it didn't work, and 
we rolled it down the hill and found a spot off the side of the road that we could park it. And then he drove me. Mm-hmm. And then he drove me home. But uh, but I I don't know. I don't know about you. I do not think well in situations like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, an hour and a half, two hours later, or whatever. When I finally got home after this happened, because um, I'm still like, what am I gonna do with this car? It's like dead, and I don't know how do I even get it anywhere, and blah 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 blah. I finally get home and, and kind of do other things for a second. And then my brain's like, oh, dude, you got, you got like roadside assistance on your insurance, you dummy. Just, this is our insurance uh, episode, in case you were wondering. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, I'm so stupid. So I could have left a key there and they could have just towed my car, but I didn't, I had to drive back. And leave a key and be like, come pick my car up. So, uh, Oh, they couldn't, I mean, they, they can't tow it without a key? No, 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 that's like, that's most cars. You can't roll, you can't roll I mean, it on a tow truck without, without, uh, taking, getting putting it in neutral. neutral. Right. I mean, they could potentially, uh, because they could pop the back wheels on those extra little wheels that they have, like have you not, like I I only know this because I I came out yeah. to my car being towed one time, and I had the e brake on, and they charged me even though they didn't tow it anywhere but outside of the parking lot uh-huh. and everything, and I caught them, they charged me double because they couldn't just jack up the front and just tow it because right. I had the e brake on. They're like, oh, well, we had to jack up the back and put these little extra wheels to support your right. rear tires. So I guess they could have probably done that. I mean, yeah. But, they, I mean, it's a hassle, yeah. Yeah, and it's just better, I think, probably easier for them, mm-hmm. for sure, to leave a key. So I had to, I, my insurance, I got a little app. So I could just, I did everything through the app. I didn't have to talk to a soul. And I was just like, give me a tow. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm at. I will leave the key here. Blah, 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 blah. So nice, so easy. They came and grabbed it that night. The guy, the tow truck driver did call me, and that was fine. Called mm-hmm. me a couple times and was like, hey, just making sure this is cool, and I'm going to go grab it, and where's the key again, just to make sure it's under here, blah, blah, blah. Yes, sir. Okay, great, 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 great. Oh, I dropped the car off where you wanted, and then blah, blah, blah. It was real nice. It was real easy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I have to take it. I take it to the place, the auto shop, and they look at it and they're like, oh yeah, it's a timing chain issue, and those don't really fix, so you, <laughs> you need engine. Right. And I was like, oh, of course. I've been, this is like three cars now, where it's like, uh, you want this car still? You need a new engine in it. And all three mm-hmm. of those cars, I did not keep up to that point, of course. They're so ex- I mean, just to get an engine and get it in by a professional is so expensive. So yes. the, the guy found me 100%. an engine, and he was like, it's $8,000 to get it in and labor and all that crap. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. So... Um, 
you know, not to get all up in my finances, but uh, we haven't paid that car off yet. It's dead. It's Ooh, we haven't paid yikes. it off yet. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I'm also like, what am I going to do? This car's dead, and I don't want to pay on a dead car. So, mm-hmm. so I was just like, whatever. I'll throw it up. I threw it up on marketplace. Well, so I got two things right at this point. I I have to get it away from the auto shop. The guy's like, I'll let you keep it there till Monday, but then I technically have to charge you for like a, a space or whatever. Yeah, for yeah for you know for for us holding it storage. Sto- yeah, storage fee. Right. So so I'm. So I threw it up on Facebook Marketplace, knowing I have this deadline of Monday. Like, I got to get it out of there. And so I just was like, uh, I have $1,800 left on this loan. Like, I'm really close, you know? (laughs) Right. So I said, pay me $2,000, take the car. If you can get an engine and you have to know how to put it in, like this, like, you know, first line. Needs engine, all caps. Like, you know, it's, right. it's a project car. You're buying the good bones for two thousand, and mm-hmm. you got to fix it up. You know, but please pay me two thousand. And I got a t- a ton of hits on it, which I was pretty surprised about. Probably upwards of forty people messed oh, up with that car, mm-hmm. which I thought was am- amazing. So, uh. One guy messaged me and he's like, "Hey, I can pay you sixteen hundred dollars for the car tomorrow." Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not. You better have exact change. You better have exact change, buddy. Well, I'm not oh, the best man. negotiator, but because I've got mm-hmm. this kind of hard, <laughs> like, <laughs> like hard digit, yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, literally, if you pay me sixteen hundred dollars, you cannot have the car because the bank will still own it. Like I, right. I can't pay it off. So, um, so I was like, you know, that was my goal was to pay off the loan with the amount that they pay me. So, so the oh, guy smart, smart for sure. Right. Like, so 100%. the guy's like $1,600 tomorrow. And I was like, okay, um, $1,600 tomorrow, $400 when I give you the title. Cause I got to pay the bank Ooh. off. <laughs> you nice. know, and I was like, "This is this yeah. is this is what it is." Like, this is my. I'm not a smart nego. I'm not a smart negotiator, but I totally just like, yeah, you got sixteen hundred dollars on like on you right now. That's great. I still need two thousand. So <laughs> exactly. So, so but I was like, Fine, I'll fork over a little bit, but you're still paying me back for yeah. The rest I'll give of you more month. time. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, mm-hmm. so he, he says, fine. And I'm like, great, great. Mm-hmm. So I meet the guy, uh, he brings his wife and his daughter who's like translating cause he's, he speaks Spanish. And so they're like, he mm-hmm. speaks fine English. He just doesn't, you know, I think for the finer points, like he wanted somebody there, but, uh, right. but you know, he's like, he's like, Hey, you know, at the end he was like, Hey, you know, looks good. Uh, how about I just pay you nineteen hundred now? We can call it good. You know, just trying to talk me down a hundred bucks, and I was like, right. he's like, uh, 
And I was like, well, I'd rather, you know, there's still some money on the table before I give you the title. You know, it's more security for you so that you're not throwing right. all the money over. You know, there's still money to be exchanged when I have the title so that, you know, it's insurance that you'll get the title, you know. Right. And he's like, fine, we'll do our original deal. And I'm like, yes. He tried to talk me down $100, and I didn't take it. Like, historically, that's not how that goes, you know? Right. <laughs> so, anyways. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, so I'm looking at the bank, and, and I'm like, oh, no. Um, my hmm. wife's name is on this bank account. I hope she's mm. not the only one on the title because surprise, she's in Costa Rica. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so I, 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 I told him then, you know, I was like, Hey, look, I'm going to try to go get the title on Monday, which is the next possible day that I could do it. Cause it's weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, this all happened this weekend. And, I'm, and, but I'm a little worried that my wife is the only one on the title and they might not give it to me. So right. if that's the case, then this is the date when I would be able to get it when she comes back in town. And he was totally fine with that. So I was like, okay, cool. So on Monday, I called the bank up and I was like, hey, am I on this title too? And they're like, yes, you are. And I was like, cool. But is it an, an or or an and? We're both on it, technically. Right, but I mean, like, there's there's a difference between, like, um, like, uh, blah, blah, blah is on this title or this person. And then there's a blah, blah is on this title and this is on, this, and this person's on it. So like, depends on if one of you can sign to sell it or if both of you need to sign to sell it. Yeah. I couldn't find anything that said we both had to sign it to sell it. We were okay, technically probably both, or at that point. Well, we're both yeah. owners of it, but mm-hmm. yeah, there was nothing that said either or or yes and yes or any. And, and, and I read through the whole thing, you know, and I didn't mm-hmm. see anything that said I couldn't. So I just signed it over, you know. If he has right. trouble <laughs> registering the car, I'm sure I'll hear from him. I'll hear from him, but uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I don't want to own it, so we'll, I'm sure we'll go sign it if he needs that. But uh, right. But I, you know, signed it over, and then I was like, "Here you go." Um, but yeah, so we had to drive up. So our loan is through uh, a bank that's only in Denver. So I'm gonna flip and drive to Denver to oh. pay this off. And so that's why I called because I was like, "I'm not driving over there to be told that I can't grab this." So. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we did that on Monday. Got the title, drove back, met up with this dude, and there you go. So there, there you go. That's my story. That's it was lengthier than I <laughs> anticipated, but uh, it was a little. Right. It was a little traumatic. It was a little sad that the first, uh, you know, we're like big kid car purchase we made, um, kind of went up in smoke, but. I don't have that bill mm-hmm. anymore, which is also nice. So, yeah, my my car died on me like right after I paid it off. So oh. it was very much less like, like, 
oh man, I could probably like, you know, maybe sell this car and like get a different one. No, (laughs) you're going to be stuck with me because you're going to have to put an extra $3,000 into replacing at least half of the engine on this car. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a bummer. And that's the biggest problem is now I put that extra $3,000 into it. And so it's very much like, well, the only way you're really going to recoup that is if you drive it for another hundred thousand miles, right? Even though it's going to look terrible because it has two hundred plus thousand miles, nobody else is going to want to pay that money. It's like, but no, but the engine's new, <laughs> like you know, like because I got a like a brand new short block and redid the heads on the really uh, and everything. So it's it's basically you know as new as you could pretty much get, right? Um, right. So well, that's kind of the. the you would hope someone up. would understand that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the the benefit, and you know, um, I'll give this advice to anybody who's kind of looking halfway to sell their car is like, you know what, just put it on marketplace, or you know, the classifieds and stuff yeah. like that. Just like. And just update the mileage every once in a while. Like, if somebody decides they want it, like, it's my commuter, and, like, I drive it every day, but if somebody says they wanted it, like, I'd, you know, turn around and, they, you know, sell it to them for a reasonable price, but that's the beauty of it. Like, I don't have to, like, keep it, you know, under a tarp somewhere, pristine. Right. It's like, no, this is, this is, you know, if you want to buy it today, like, that's it, and then I'll figure out, you know, what I need buy another car in like you know a week or something but right yeah so well it's nice um, and just just you never know like what the response is going to be you know so if you put it right. out I mean like I did not expect to get that many people mm-hmm. who right and like I, that car mm-hmm. so yeah and like you know you might not you know somebody might not buy it you know straight up but like you know you don't know like maybe five six months from now somebody's just like oh my gosh that's the exact car i wanted and yeah i'll pay right. whatever and you're like right sweet right you know but um but yeah that's that's definitely a little bit traumatic anytime you're <laughs> like forced to be like great now i have no transportation and i'm on the side of the road and terrible oh yeah and it's i mean obviously never a good time you know it's not like you plan ever to have like Mm -hmm. car troubles but no it's it it always seems like the worst of all the worst times like i don't got Mm -hmm. time for this Mm -hmm. my wife's going out of town (laughs) i gotta deal with this by myself (laughs) (laughs) uh it's funny um but yeah so uh, I got a little bit of a new. This is probably going to be a developing new. We'll we'll see how it goes. I okay. Guess. Um, so uh, today at work, um, for those that don't know, I uh, quit my job in the customer service slash sales world to pursue a more uh, specific career of you know my scientific endeavors and uh-huh. everything and um, what my degree is going to be in and all that kind of different stuff, right? Right. But um, but it's, it, is, it is hard to escape 
um, my experience, I guess I could say. Sure. Because I'm still pursuing my uh, bachelor's degree and and things like that, I'm I'm definitely qualified for the job that I have now. Uh-huh. But for all the other things in the lab, um, there's many more people that are much more qualified than I am, right? Because they have sure. their PhDs or they've been working in labs for years, all this kind of different stuff, right? So that's always been a little bit like, hey, I want to learn more stuff in the lab. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? We really like this spreadsheet that you put together. So <laughs> can you do more of that? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I can if you, if you need me to. Yeah, that'd be great. And then like, oh, you know what? Like you know how to write a decent email. Um, what if we put you in charge of like communicating with like some of our clients about like the results from their you know lab tests uh yeah okay like but am i gonna like you know do more of the lab tests it's like oh yeah yeah we'll 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 train you on that but here's the list of all the contacts you'll need and all this so it's very much been like okay well you're good at admin so why don't you do that because everybody with an actual phd in science really doesn't want to do that kind of stuff and they want to use their PhD in chemistry or pharmacology or what have you and um, actually, you know, make science happen. So um, for that, I've been just kind of stuck in this admin type position and you know, kind of a supervisory thing because everybody, yeah, with their advanced degree doesn't want to manage people. They want to do science. Sure. So um, it kind of came to a, a new project. Um, so we we have a new, like, head of finance, and the he and the um, one of the other executives, the guy that hired me, um, you know, like, he just asked me into his office and stuff, and he's like, so we have a lot of accounts receivable that we haven't been paid for. So we're doing COVID testing and because people are reimbursed from their insurance companies, again, this is our insurance episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, they, um, people are reimbursed, you know, the hundred, two hundred $200 or whatever it is for a COVID test, but sometimes they don't pay. And like, we have a company that is supposed to collect for us, you know, and actually kind of does a lot of that stuff, but they're just not doing a good job at calling these one-off accounts, you know? Uh-huh. So literally, uh, they were like, you know, we were looking for somebody who has the bandwidth to kind of handle a, uh, handle a task like this. And like, the guy that hired me jumps in. It's like, and the competency, you know, to, to do this. Um, and it's like you, it's like you worked for an insurance company or some kind of something. And I'm like, (laughs) well, if you're asking specifically, I worked as a manager of a call center for like five or it's like for like five years. And then I worked in the sales department of a finance company and the training, like, you know, the training and all that kind of different stuff. So, I guess, yes, if you're looking to open a call center, 
of a few employees in this lab, like I would be the one qualified <laughs> to put that all together. Uh-huh. And they're like, exactly, exactly. So basically I'm now being tasked with starting a small collections call center in our lab and getting like running the metrics and writing the script and, you know, really all that kind of stuff to, to, to track like, you know, like, okay, like, did you call this person? You know, did they answer, you know, did you collect from them? You know, so on and so forth and all this kind of stuff. So that is my new fun thing. Oh my God. So it's so close to science. Yeah. Let me tell you. It's so close to science. (laughs) So you're you're like super excited about it. Yeah, exactly. So, all the time that I was in the lab is now going to be like, okay, well, we're just going to put you in this little corner room here with like your two other employees that you pick. And for two hours a day, you and them are going to call people to, you know, collect money from them. So that's... Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know what? Like my, my effort is going to definitely be like, okay, if this is, this is the thing, you know, you basically said that this is money that you are not seeing. Like there's just nothing that this other company is doing. You don't right. expect these people to pay yada, yada, yada. And so, um, so I'm going to try to get it to where it's like, you know, like I get a decent, you know, something from every dollar that right. I make from the company, you know, for the company, you know what I mean? Because it's like, this is 100% like lost revenue that we're, because we're going after accounts that are like a year old. And so if, if they can't, you know, collect, if we can't collect, then they're not going to ever see that money. So I think it's going to be something, yeah, something worth, worth uh, looking into and, you know, any money that they make is going to be new money to them. So I think, you know, I'm entitled to like a small percentage of that to incentivize me to do as much as possible, you know? Yeah. I think that seems fair. Yeah. Cause I mean like, yeah, again, if they, if, if, if I don't, if no one does this, there is, they just lose that money and they just write it off as a loss. Right. So right. it's, it's kind of like, you know, 100% revenue at this point of, and everything. So, and it's, I w- I don't want to get into numbers necessary, but it's a lot. It is quite a bit, like oh. more than I would have expected. Like not really. Like, wow. Yeah. Like I'll tell you off pot, but it is. So, you know, I don't expect to be able to get all of it obviously and everything, but um, it's, it's going to be an interesting challenge for, for sure. So crazy, dude. Yeah. So that's, that's my <laughs> new project. So I'll, I'll let you know how that, okay. that goes. Yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah. But I mean, it's just very interesting cause it's just definitely like, yep, these people are scientists and they don't want to do this kind You're of like, stuff. And, and I came and, here also uh, not wanting like, to no do way. this stuff. Yeah, and the, and when we were talking about people, they're like, we were thinking about this person. They're the it's like they're pretty outgoing in this, and I'm like, yeah, but I'll tell you, like, 
for example, this other person who's really good at her job and everything like that, she specifically says to me, like, probably at least once a week, like, how she don't, loves how this job has nothing to do with customer service. So she is out. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, she is specifically here loving her job because she doesn't have to talk to people that she doesn't know. Right. You know? <laughs> and everything, so. And I'm sure that's uh, why I would like that job as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, talk to the same people, you know, day after day. Awesome. Talk to new people about stuff that you don't want to talk about every day. <laughs> yeah, every five minutes. <laughs> that's, no, th- no, thank you. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting. Uh, so I'll let you know how that develops. And uh, everybody else, thanks for getting on the pod with us. Yeah. And joining us for our, you know, insurance Insurance <laughs> episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything has to do with insurance. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so if there's uh, anything you guys need to know from us, hit us up on the Google Mail, as the kids the, call it. The Google's Mail. <laughs> Perfect. The Google's Mail. Um, and or... Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and uh, yeah, uh, we got um, our Patreon episodes up of our new, our beginning of the end, where we watch something, uh, something old, something new, and how it blew. No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> something, <laughs> something old. We watched the first episode of something and then the last episode of something and nothing in between to kind of compare how, how a show got on. And so, yeah. uh, uh, we will, we will have a new one of those up pretty soon. And so get on there, check our back catalog and, uh, we will see you there. Huzzah. Oh, dang, I like that as a sign-off. That's good. (laughs) We should keep that. All right. All right. Uh, Well, that's it. (laughs) See you guys. Bye.